dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways and blow into your game cartridges. Uh, I'm Sam Blanford. And I'm Sean Kelly. And I'm Simon Blanford. We wish it was the 90s. So we're back after uh, playing through um, Final Fantasy VII. I'm having a fantastic time. Um, but before we get into sort of talking through uh, what we've been doing, what's one thing that, that you guys have, uh, haven't realised you've missed playing it around this time? Go on, Sean. Um, I was thinking about this, and my playthrough probably hasn't been as enjoyable as your guys because I've always felt like I was catching up and rushing. But, <laughs> geez, I really enjoy the cutscenes. It's that's really really good. Those 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 state of the art uh, graphics. It's very noticeable when you've been running around as like six or seven squares making up a human. <laughs> yeah, they're still very impressive, really, considering they're made so long ago. But you saw. Um, I think probably just the vastness of it um you know and you're only in midgar but you just get a sense that this is this massive um massive world out there um within the game um and just knowing that you've never really played anything like it before or since um the vastness and the the detail to the world is just uh quite incredible really still so it's probably probably it for me. Yeah, and those people in Midgar pretty much don't know there's a world out there pretty, by the look of them. Um, for me, probably a little bit, I just really like the, uh, after the battles, the dances that each character does. Clouds is definitely my favourite, the swing of the buster sword and then slide it down his back. Um, that year, Barrett fist pumping the air, you know. I, that's that's just been fantastic for me. Pretty odd to think that you're running out of a reactor because there's a timer on it to blow, but after you kill some <laughs> random enemies, you take the time to uh, do a little victory dance. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a precursor to Fortnite. Yeah. A dance I, wonder on that if, I wonder if you can do some, if they've got some Final Fantasy, I have no idea how Fortnite works. You know, My yeah. kids asked me today in class if I play Fortnite, and I said, no, Fortnite's for little kids. <laughs> <laughs> Was this before or after you plugged in the PS4 at 3 o'clock and started playing Final Fantasy? <laughs> it was after I beat them all at Crash Team Racing. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you actually mentioned the, um, the cutscenes because um, we're going we're gonna to walk through... Um, Midgar and sort of talk of talk about what's happened so far and the first scene is just it was emotional for me and I just kept thinking back to what the graphics would have been like at the time you know you I think you see Aerith I mean Eris um oh. if you're selling flowers um and then that, that train pulls up and I was just absolutely blown away Straight into a phenomenal tune as well. <laughs> a bit of urgency coming off that train. 
Yeah, so um, I can't remember if you flip off the top or something, but um, very shortly after you get introduced to um, to Biggs, Jesse, and Wedge, I think it mentions that Biggs is ex-soldier, which I think which Cloud is uh, or was. I don't know if he was ex-soldier or is he just ex-Shinra. Ah, uh, yes. he was ex-soldier. Was he? Or or was he? Or was Zach Fair soldier? Who knows? Wow. Zach Fair's definitely ex-soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, might be the only actual ex-soldier in the game, him and Sethroth. I, I think all the hints at this point are that he's ex-soldier. Like just, you know, based if you've played it the first time, I think. They keep saying that he used to be in Soldier, right? I mean, that's his name for, like, the first... Until you, he introduces himself as Cloud, right? But I'm yeah. glad you uh, you mentioned that, Sean, because I've got that written down in my notes. It says, uh, you can change Cloud's name. And I wrote, anyone who doesn't... Who changes the name from Cloud is a de- degenerate. This is the first time I've played with his name as Cloud. <laughs> so his name has either been Sean or Wheeler. <laughs> Oh, I just have never, ever, like, any game where you can change names. Like, whenever, like, you caught a new Pokemon, I'd just be like, what? Who the hell is changing these names? Mm, agree. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, oh, I can't agree, because I didn't do it. I, I, think, I think we also get Cloud's first heel turn here, because he says, I don't care what your names are. <laughs> As they go through the, uh, you know, that obviously on their first job, Cloud doesn't seem like he's really a part of what's going on at the moment. He's just kind of uh, being contracted out, as it were. And then the big man comes along. Barrett. Um, and we, you know, you can change his name there too. Obviously kept it the same. You didn't change his name to Mr. T. <laughs> I did you not. You may as well have. <laughs> that's all, the only voice I hear when he speaks and I've played the remake although I think the remake's voice is modelled on Mr T yeah I was uh, reading that apparently he's the first black character in Final Fantasy 7 so I guess it would have been a bit much to expect a really multifaceted character but still he's uh, ironic that in the first Final Fantasy where the characters are three dimensional you've got Barrett there's not too many dimensions to him And uh, Cloud Cloud continues his heel turn. I'm not here for a lecture. It's not my problem. I think at that point we get Barrett's first turn to the camera and shake of the fist. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Is that in the train, eh? He does it heaps. He does it all the time. He does it in the train. He does it in the elevator. He, he, he does it. I don't know, okay. all the time. He's very animated with his hand movements. Um, I think a lot of them are. They're just That's their way of getting across their point. Some without sort of emotion. Any, yeah, without them having, you can't hear their voice, obviously. Yeah, I mean, they've only really got eyes in the main format of the game. <laughs> and you go, you're going through the reactor to blow it up. And... You get your first boss battle. How'd you fare against uh, the Scorpion? A good battle. Good, good, easy battle to start off with. I think it's time for my confession. 
The PS4 download version comes with two added modes. One, left uh, joystick. If you press that down, you get three times speed. Very useful. You press the right one down and you get... Uh, you're pretty. It's like uh, Cricket 97, somebody ate their Wheaties mode. So your limits are always filling up. You heal after every blow. Um, what? You, your um, attack gauge fills up straight away, whatever that's called, so that you're constantly doing moves. Um, and suffice it to say, I used it heaps in my catching up. <laughs> <laughs> So just for any added context here, uh, Simon and I are both playing on PC um, and we can kind of um, say to our wives that we're playing, uh, we're doing schoolwork. Um, Sean's decided to go with a PS4 and so he's lagging far behind. Yeah, there's two TVs in my house, in Charlotte's parents, my wife's house, and one's the living room one that gets occupied every night and the other one's in their bedroom. So I've actually had the last week I moved the PlayStation around to my sister-in-law's and what, and I think it's like a four or five bedroom house. She's like, will this bedroom do? It's the smallest in the house. So I've got a t- little TV monitor. I think it's an old computer monitor that I pinched from the computer room at school. It sits, <laughs> sits on a very old brown leather chair and I sit on a little single bed and um, so it's basically yeah. just like when we played Final Fantasy in the nineties. It's a hundred percent like that. And then I get texts from my wife saying, "Okay, that's enough. Come home now." Um, <laughs> but now that's the last week of school, I've taken my PlayStation to school for, for when we do free time. And um, yeah, it's fair to say I stayed quite late at work today to get some work done. <laughs> Oh, it's great. But th- going back to that mode, who who's playing on that mode? Yeah, like I've now that I'm out of Midgar and I've somewhat caught up, I turned it off. But what's the I point? Also, well, I oh, tell you, easier. yeah. And when you're doing your leveling up, grinding, and as we know, there are certain places in the game that are better for it than others that. If you've only just finished Midgar, you haven't encountered yet. Um, that would be great. Um, or for like learning enemy skills without fear or um, stealing from certain people. It would just make those little grindy parts way easier. Uh, but, you know, like who wants who wants to beat the ruby weapon with Superman mode? Oh, exactly. Yeah, it's right. not the game, right? Three times speed's great. Although I do feel like I may have missed some yarns from just like clicking through too fast. Mm. You can do that. You can do that not on three times speed as well, though. Just yeah, yeah. Clicking way too fast. So that's my confession, and I'm sorry. I tell you what, though, three times speed makes Tifa's limit break impossible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet. And despite my desire to pick her, because of, you know, my old romantic side. Mm. I fucking hate that limit break. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, eh? Yeah, she was your first pick, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Once you've played the remake, you'll know. After the, uh, after the, after the bomb gets... 
it's planted, you beat the scorpion, um, and you get out. Cloud, uh, Cloud does the first time he asks for his money. Um, and Barrett doesn't want to give it to him. And you get that uh, that badass train jump, you know, like you've got all those soldiers coming in to get you, and you, you do that awesome jump onto the train. I feel like, and this is, and they, he goes down into a train carriage and he starts talking to Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge. Is it? I feel like there's a bit of chemistry between him and Jesse. Is that Jesse? Jesse's after it. Is that in the re, in the remake? Is is there some tenfold? Kind of, oh, real? Yeah, I, I feel yeah. feel felt that. Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge get way more play in the remake as well. Like, um, there's a whole side mission where you, it's really cool. You go to the Shinra residential level of the plate for where Shinra employees live. And it's quite interesting. You go to Jesse's house because you've got to steal her old man's um, Shinra pass or whatever. And, um, you know, that instantly adds depth to Jesse because she's in a, well, like a militant rebel terrorist group working against her father's business. And she doesn't have bad blood towards her father. She just sees the world differently. Jessie's real likable in the remake. She's fleshed out heaps. So are Biggs and Wedge. But Wedge, unfortunately, has a really whiny, annoying voice and is a bit of a whiny character. He's supposed to be the comic relief, I think. Classic fat fat guy. His voice is uh, Badger from uh, Breaking Bad. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. And then, and Biggs gets a bit as well. Like they're all, they all get a lot, a lot more time and it makes you feel things a little bit more for them. Although, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to be said about the remake and them and what happens there and potential changes and stuff like that. Looking forward to, to that when I do play the remake. Um, we get more asking Barrett for money. Um, I, I just want to know who's bankrolling Avalanche at this point. Yeah, it's, surely it's not that bar. <laughs> Definitely not that bar. Get to that bar soon, because they get off the train and, and head to it. I'll tell you what, in the, in, this, in, the, in the original, Avalanche is just the group of people you meet, right? In the remake, it's a massive organisation, and there are different like factions, and some people in Avalanche don't like uh, Barrett's... Uh, faction because they're too extreme Not out. Mm. so they Everybody, everybody's uh also got a drink every time sean says in the remake <laughs> <laughs> god damn sorry i think it's good to get, get your perspective uh at certain parts of the remake you clearly yeah. love the remake uh i can talk about what sucks about it but um <laughs> don't do that now <laughs> nah. But there were lots of points, I'll say this, there's lots of points playing this through where I'm going on to the next stage of the game and I feel like I haven't done stuff and then I've gone to a walkthrough and say, like, oh, that's just in the remake. And I'm kind of like, thank God, because no one wants to do a side mission chasing around lost kittens. No, that sounds awful. <laughs> when you do get to the, uh, get off the train, head to the hideout, um where you meet uh, Marlene and more importantly uh, Tifa. Mm. Um, 
and get another a yet another heel turn from Cloud. He's, he's yelling at Barrett, I don't care about Avalanche or the planet. <laughs> um, and I think this is where you get the uh, the first Tifa or Cloud flashback, which will continue to confuse me as they go along. I, I have a question, because this is the first like flashback, but there's also these moments going through it so far where he kind of blacks out and you see these white words on a black screen. And I just don't know who's speaking. Mm. Is it Confusing. the planet? Is it Aerith? Is it Cloud? Is it yeah, Sephiroth? I, I, I was. I got a weird like um, Harry Potter Voldemort vibe between Cloud and Sephiroth. Um, that would align nicely with the remake. <laughs> well, I thought as much. Uh, no, I, I think... Yeah, that's that's the vibe I got. That I had that written down. That that makes sense. That does make sense. A cloud Sephiroth, Harry Potter, Voldemort type vibe there. But um, yeah, having played quite a bit through, it's still not really that much clearer to me as I am yet. <laughs> but um, it's it's them when they're younger, and it, it um it really kicks off their romantic side of their story, I guess. Um. It's got, oh, then tight-ass Barris, Barrett finally pays up. At this point, have we met Aerith yet, you know, when he meets her just as the flower girl? Or is that later? You know, he runs past her almost? That's like, I think that's, uh, yeah, so just before he does that badass train jump. Yeah, yeah I thought really. so. You can, you can buy, like, flowers for five gil or something. Yep. Yeah, I accidentally mugged her off and didn't get the flowers, and I was gutted. Oh, no. Nah, so I'm definitely uh, playing down my uh, relationship with Eris and Tifa. My walkthrough always suggests to, to get your points up with Barrett for the, um, for the gold source of bromance. <laughs> yes, mate. I've heard that. I'm just staying well away from Tifa and Eris. I can't deal with that triangle right now. Same, 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 same. <laughs> Eris. <laughs> she will continue to be uh, heiress, and I'll continue to interrupt you. And they, I think they're about to. They, he, he, Cloud's like, "Oh no, you can pay me this amount, and I'll do another job for you." Um, I think Tifa talks him into it. Um, and at that point, we get, I think, so Marlene is said to be at this point Barrett and Tifa's. Well, not Barrett and Tifa, but Barrett's daughter. Yes, and yeah. It doesn't really align with what I'm seeing, but um, Marlene is suddenly left in charge of the bar. She looks like she's about five. Well, so I've got an over-under. Have you got over-under 5.5? What do you guess? Oh, uh, yeah, I'd probably say six. I'm going under. Under, yeah. She's four. Yes! What an intellect. What an intellect to be able to look after a bar like that. Just neglectful uh, parenting um, by Barrett there. I'm going to go blow up a reactor. I might die. Uh, here's the keys to the bar. Kick them out when, uh, when they've had too many. He does give that great speech about how he really loves her and he'd do anything for her, but you know he's also dedicated to the planet. But at that point, you think she is actually his daughter. Is she not? She not? <laughs> Spoiler alert. 
and then that's where you go on that uh and then you go in the train and you're like jumping from carriage to carriage you're like you're gonna get caught by um various shinra grunts yeah um and you go down like you go through a like and you get to this tunnel and you're going through a series of um ladders i guess I think it's like, are you Reactor 5 or Reactor 4 or something they're going to blow up? Uh, five, I think. At this point, I uh, I wrote in my notes, I'm not enjoying levelling up your characters. Because huh. <laughs> I obviously want Cloud, I want Cloud to be, I want to grind and have Cloud at a high level. Um, but I was not enjoying just levelling Barrett and Tifa up. Fantastic. Um, and you get a cloud flashback just as you're going into the reactor again. And that's where I think what you referenced before, Simon, where, where the, the words came on screen. And it's, uh, I think it's to do with Tifa's dad being killed by Sephiroth or injured by Sephiroth. Oh, uh, yep. Um, yep. No, the I think he does kill him. He does, definitely kills him. After the big... Um... That happens after Midgar. You find out about that. Mm. Yeah, it's a very minor spoiler, but yeah, that's that's the first. You find out about that in the first Nibelheim. Yeah, it's it's fairly early on after Midgar. It's pr- it's pretty much the first thing after Midgar. I know because yeah. I'm there. <laughs> the um, is that and I spent way too long on this, but there's this bit where you you're coming out and you're going through all these various doors. And you all have to press buttons at the same time. Oh yeah! And like they do, and like because it's such bad graphics, they have to have like this exaggerated like arm movement, yeah. like going up and down to like press these it's buttons. A t- at the it's same a time. two. It's a two hand push from. It's six buttons they're pushing. Oh, it took it almost doubled my uh, game time at at that point. Um, I was yeah, I was battling. Um, and then we, we run into President Shinra, who, as we will soon find out, his, his reign is very short-lived. Uh, and he... You do get the feeling he has been uh, running the ship for a long time, though. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't seem like a newbie. No. no. Strange-looking man. And then you get your second boss, the, um, that airbuster, like a... You know, like it's like a big robot or something, and you attacks you get to attack it from both sides. Mm. And this is where um, Cloud's like hanging on for for dear life, and just kind of he's like happy to fall, pretty much. Mm. Um, does he think he's gonna die? I don't know, like, because he he literally landed in one of the very few places all over the slums he could survive. I cannot believe it. It's not. It's not the first time this is going to happen in Midgar. How someone f- survives a fall like that? Mm. Perhaps it was the will of the planet. Oh, exactly. <laughs> no, there are some mis- miraculous uh, survival of falls. Absolutely. Mm. I've come to expect people surviving big falls after seeing several Marvel movies, <laughs> watching people land on their knees and from like. 100 meters and walk off. Shit. And when you meet Eris, um, 
she asks, I think she asks you if you've met before, but she asks you for it to, to be a bodyguard for a date. Like the chemistry is just humming at that point. Yeah, I find her a bit annoying. Oh, see, no, I'm, I'm, I'm more of the era side. She is annoying, but um, I'm more of the era side than the Tifa side. Maybe I'd be more interested if you called her Aerith. <laughs> I think if I was, uh, if I was, if I met them both, I think I'd go more for Tifa than than Aerith. I don't know why. A bit more chill. And then we uh, we we meet our first Turk. Who are the Turks exactly? Do we think? I think they explain it. They're like uh, Cloud explains that they're like. Uh, um... A, a faction or a, a part of Shinra mm. that um, does the dirty jobs. Yeah, I think they're associated with Shinra in some way. Um, but yeah, just one of the many click through dialogues that I. They're, 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 <laughs> they are, uh, they, they're like, sh- they're Shinra, they're, they're higher ranked than your standard officers, and they're, they're a group that, yeah, they do, they. They do the dirty work, you know? Oh, the ink of Shinra ink. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you go up into the rafters and have to, like, you're trying to save Eris by pushing these barrels down below. Uh, I don't know about you, but I sucked at that. Oh, I was terrible at that. I walked through it. <laughs> got, to the, got to the point where I was just fighting every single person and I just it pretty doesn't much really told Eris to run. Does it? It doesn't make a difference. Or maybe it might get you some Aerith points, maybe. Mm. Um, but it doesn't make a difference. So in the end, you save Aerith um, and you, you get to her house, which I cannot... It befuddles me. The, it's a mansion. There's a waterfall. Oh, there, oh, there. I've just left a place where there's a, there's a bloke who's half passed out dead living in a pipe oh yeah <laughs> and she's living in this two-story mansion there's blimmin flower gardens and a waterfall Tyria knocking about in the garden <laughs> it, it, yeah it's um it didn't really do you think that place was always mint or do you reckon Aerith growing up there and her connection to the planet is what helped it grow that way I think there's probably a little from column A, a little from column B, but the fact that it hasn't been ransacked several times by hungry serfs is very hard to believe. <laughs> well, it also makes the point of saying Shinra pop around all the time, but they decided to leave her there until they, until Hojo wanted her, basically. Mm. Yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I was wondering. They all, like, Reno seems to know her really well um, and, like, it's, it's referenced. It's Im- it's implied that the Turks have been there quite a lot, so maybe they're almost keeping an eye on her to make sure she's all right. Because obviously, it's it's spelled out later in Midgar that Hojo wants her uh, for procreation, and not with him, with other um, potential ancient bloodlines or. Um, just to skip ahead a little bit, it's fairly explicit that 
when Red and Aerith are in that cell together, it's because he wants them to mate, right? Mm, I think so. Very weird. Oh, I did not pick that up. That, oh, that went over my head. <laughs> That's what I took out of it. We're talking about Red 11, the dog. <laughs> I think you'll find it's 13. <laughs> uh, Nanaki. Nah, hey. Spoilers. Oh. And and we, we, this is where Eric, the, the first, this is the first sort of uh, hints at, at this love triangle. Because a Cloud mentions Tifa to Eris. Oh, there's heaps And she's that, like, eh? is Tifa a girl friend? Yeah, yeah, it's painful. Uh, I hate the triangle. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you would love it as a romance, uh, you know, romantic, Sean. It's... <laughs> It's, but they're also childish. <laughs> it's like that love triangle was written for children. But we're we're not playing a game for thirty-year-olds. It could it just could be handled like a lot of the dialogue. It could be handled a lot more uh, with a lot more subtlety. Absolutely. So it happens all the time. Like it's when they're in those in those cells, and um, well, I, don't, I think it's in there. And and Aerith's like. I've got my bodyguard, right? And I still owe you that date. And Tifa's like, hey? It's like, <laughs> come on, girls. It's awkward. It. It's not nice to anyone. They just get on. Tifa and Aerith get on. They don't like bicker with each other over cloud or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, in, in, the, in the remake, <laughs> they're... Um, their relationship is really well done, real well handled. They kind of make fun of Cloud together and things like that. Yeah. So it's it's actually it's way less fighting over and way more I don't know, it just seems a bit more normal. Yeah, it's a bit heavy handed some of the stuff like and all very but dated, you know, like there's one young white blonde guy, and of course, both girls are the only girls are really interested in him. Well, they're not going for Barrett, let's be honest. Spoken for. Um, then we meet her mother, who pretty much just um, tells you to leave without telling Eris. Classic, she knows, eh? She knows what's good for Eris. Yeah. Is this where you have to sneak out? She tells yeah. you to sneak out, yeah. And somehow, even though she's asleep in the bed next to you when you sneak out, she is miles ahead of you at the gate. <laughs> the sneak out, the sneak out's real annoying as well. Like, oh, I fucked that up yeah, heaps. That's hard on three times speed. Kept, you know, you'd be probably on the game terms. I don't know, maybe two centimeters further to the right closer to her bedroom and then you just wake her up straight away as opposed to just being just slightly to the left. It seems crazy that you wake her up just by walking past, but anyway. How would you say the mum's name? Elmra? El- Elmria? I always thought it was Elmira. Yeah, oh, I thought that's that too. definitely it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now you say it's definitely Elmira. It's just also mm-hmm. like... She's this real mythical character, one of the ancients, and her last name is Gainsborough. <laughs> yeah. Could not be a more boring English name. 
Aerith <laughs> Gainsborough. I think then Aerith takes you to that like playground, that real cruddy playground. Yep. And that's where you, we get our first. Now, you say Chocobo or Chocobo? Or neither? Correct. Good question. Chocobo. I, 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 I'd say both. I should know this because they talked about it in the remake. <laughs> you get on you you routinely get on a chocobo chocobo carriage to skip around the towns, the slums when you're doing horrendous side missions. <laughs> but the um, um it, it's like it's pulling some carriage and cart. Um it's uh teeth is yelling out from the uh from the cart. Oh, that's right. Because you're you're leaving, you're leaving to go and save Tifa or go to find Tifa. Are you yeah. at that point? Yeah, you're going back to find her, and then you see her on the thing, and you're like, "What the hell? She's up? What the hell is she up to?" Mm. And she tells you that she's on a secret mission. She tell you? Yeah, I think she's trying to infiltrate, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cook Corneos. Oh yeah, we'll get to him. Because I, I think yeah. so. We're now in Wall Market, and Wall Market for me is, is like doing it that was the most i remembered from midgar um this time yeah, around i my memory told me that wall market was hours of slaving away but it wasn't it wasn't there for very long at all it felt like i missed out almost i definitely started to use a little bit of a walkthrough but that's when i started relying bit more heavily well, you got to get there. the right wig and the right perfume yeah and... exactly there's no not all I'll say about Walmart, Walmart and the remake is that you get a hand job. Oh, what? Yeah, that. As in a hand massage. <laughs> but the implications <laughs> are very clear. Yeah, when you mentioned that the other day, and I was just like nodding away, I had no idea what you're talking about. Oh, that's. Incredible! It's so weird. The thing I laughed at was uh, straight away. Or oh, Eris and Cloud concoct this plan to dress up as a girl. I think Eris, her quote was, "It's the only way." <laughs> yeah. well, I'm sure there's actually other ways to do this. I'm pretty sure Cloud, at this point, as an ex-soldier, could just storm into most places and cut his way to what he wants. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, like he can cast magic. He he has limit breaks where, like, a lasery thing comes out of his sword. <laughs> like, <laughs> he cut Corneo in half. You should be playing on constant limits. Mm. Oh, let's let's not talk about it. And this is where uh, me playing on Steam, I didn't quite look at the controls fully, um, and having to do those. Squats with the big bro. Huh. I didn't know what one of the buttons was, so I my guy just cloud just constantly like scratched his head, <laughs> and I got zero uh, zero squats. <laughs> so I got the dud wig and the dud dress. I think. I think at that point you can like you can get like a real nice dress and a real nice wig if you really try. 
and then yeah, I did, and it, sure, it basically did had no benefits at all. Nah, yeah, I don't know what the benefits were either. I think the only thing that happens is when uh, Don picks one of you three. If you pick the really like, if you are able to get the really nice dress and a nice wig, he picks Cloud. Yeah. But for my one, yes. he picked Tifa. He picked Tifa because I looked like a scrub. For mine, he picked Aerith. Mm, mm. Interesting. Yeah, definitely picked. So I don't know what I did differently. Definitely picked one of the two, but I can't remember which. Mm. Uh, just uh, just an interesting side note, remake side note. There's weird stuff you do earlier in the game when you talk to Tifa, and then it, she gets a different dress based on what you tell her to wear on out on a date. Oh. And so she's got three different dresses in the remake. They're all fairly inappropriate, to be honest. Sounds, sounds very inappropriate uh, overall, the remake. We get so they go to so Tifa and Air, uh, is it Eris? Oh, Tifa's in the uh, down in the dungeons, and uh, you get some very awkward banter between them. Um, and looking at that dungeon, some interesting uh, implements, uh, implements is that the right word? Instruments, uh, like weapons and uh, of the like. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, that dungeon and, and everything Corneo is up to is, um, like, this This guy is awful. Yeah, it didn't look... Absolutely um, awful. Yeah, it didn't look good. Not for children's eyes, man. <laughs> but no. didn't, I didn't notice it until I played this time, and I've played it as an adult a number of times. Um, yeah, so I, as I said, Don picked... Tifa for me. Um, then I think this is the first mention of uh, High Digger or Hay Digger or however you say his name. Because you, uh, yeah. they, they like uh, Tifa and Eris, or well, I think it's mainly just Tifa, like uh, threatens to do certain things to Don's appendages. No, that's. So that he can, they can get information out of him. And he, I think this is where he says that. Shinra are basically trying to frame Avalanche and, mm. and drop a plate on Sector 7. Mm. I, I guess Heidegger's the effective, like, is he like the the military leader? Yeah. he Because he, uh, he's in charge of that big gun at Junon or something later on, is he? Or... Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's walking yeah, around in like a cannon. Walks around in that like green suit that looks a bit armyish. Yeah, yeah, it looks very, very nineties um, communist look. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and you end up uh, Don just drops drops you down into the sewers. From there, much to his delight. Classic trapdoor. And you, you get through the sewers to Simon's favourite, the train graveyard. Yeah, I found the train graveyard real easy this time, eh? Same. I was very worried about it. I didn't even need a... It didn't um, take me long at all. No walkthrough. Um, yeah, it was really easy. Uh, just a pleasure, really. <laughs> well, I don't know about a pleasure, but... Um, the... Oh, and this is... And you make it... Yeah, from the train graveyard, they make their way to the big, 
the the where they're going to drop the plate from, I guess. That big tower. Um, this is this is you see gunfire up. I think is it Barrett's Barrett's shooting away up the top. Yeah, it really is. Does he have to reload that arm? Uh, it's exactly what I was thinking. Like, how does his arm work? Where does he put the the ammo? Yeah, no mention of ammunition. I don't think the entire entire game. Okay. He um, but this is where Wedge is throwing probably three hundred feet off the plate, and oh, you yeah. still still can um, muster up some conversation for Cloud. Unbelievable! Yet another drop that does kill him, but man, should have killed him faster. <laughs> I don't think he actually dies at that point, though. Like, I don't think he dies until the plate has dropped on him. Miraculous. But Eris, um, that Eris is like, I'll go. He honestly, I have to tell you, he survives in the remake. Does he? Yeah, it's well, it's implied. I don't know. I didn't play it that long ago, but sheesh, my memories are. It's, that's the hardest thing. Is like, like I said before, like, did that happen? Did that happen in the other game? Did it happen at all now? I don't know, but it's implied that um, a couple of those guys survive in the remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesse's the only unknown one. Well, Cloud hopes she lives. Eris, before you go up the plate, runs off to save Marlene, who is um, just kicking out the last drunk. Um... As a four-year-old. You've had enough, mate. <laughs> Shit, she'd run a tight ship, though. <laughs> and you get to the top, and I think it's like Reno and Singh. Yep. Oh, Singh, yeah. He's like yeah. the leader of the Turks, right? Yes. One of them has got... Or is it Singh's got Eris in the helicopter, or...? Yeah. And um, Eris, I think Eris alludes to the fact that she was able to save Marlene at that point. Yes. She gives a clue, almost. And then somehow they, they escape by hanging on to this wire. And it's Barrett, is it Barrett, Tifa, and Cloud hanging on to this one wire, yep. uh, swinging a long, long way. I don't exactly know how that works. Phenomenal stuff. So I think they took that one straight from home alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the plate comes down, eh? And um, yep. it's quite a cool scene of... Destroys Sector 7. There's quite a cool scene of someone looking out, like watching it on their TV in the slums, and out the window you can see the plate coming to kill them, basically. Yeah. It's quite haunting, really. Mm. Um, Barrett's very unhappy, obviously. Screams Marlene, Biggs, Jesse. I just put here, I think he's pretty stoked he just doesn't have to pay Biggs and Jesse and Wedge now. <laughs> He's so attached to them, like compared to the other characters. Eh, he's all about. He's all about those guys. Yeah, I imagine he'd have the same reaction to Tifa, 
But he wouldn't really care about the rest, would he? No. And I think do we go to to name again? Elmira's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check on her. Cloud flashback um, again. And this is like, yeah, it talks about Elmira's like husband never coming back. Um, Eris escaped a research lab, and she seems to have powers. And this is where we find out that like Singh and the Turks obviously want Eris, and they're keeping a good eye on her, uh, making sure she doesn't die. And you go, you go into the and Marlene has been dropped with Elmira, um, and Elmira comes like just just rips Barrett. You're her father. How on earth could you leave her alone like that? I mean, that's a fair reaction to Absolutely. his behaviour. He is just he is just not a good father. All about the all about the planet though, so. He does give that great speech. Makes that clear. About how he, lo- he loves her, but he, he's got that feeling inside him that he has to do something. And that's what they decide, eh? They're going to they're gonna take on Shinra, um, go to the HQ, um, are climbing the wall at Wall Market. I definitely, yeah. I definitely had to use a walkthrough for that, um, climbing the wall. and That swinging rope's niggly. Very niggly. Getting batteries from the weapons store. Oh yeah. How do you know to do batteries? I just I I stumbled upon that. That was very lucky. I see you didn't walk through for the batteries. Didn't walk. I mean, I def I was definitely using walk through intermittently, but that was one part I just happened to stumble upon. Interesting. Just got lucky. Once once you climb up. I'd be interested interested to know whether you decided to bust in or sneak into the headquarters. Definitely busted in. I also busted in. Yeah, I remember sneaking in one point, and it was just like stairwell after stairwell. Yeah, I could I couldn't remember, but I did have a reference point from the remake where you have to sneak in. And that took ages, so I was like, let's get this over yeah, with. Yeah, I was itching for a fight with those Shinra Inc. bastards. <laughs> I was well aware that I had several floors to fight battles on, so I couldn't be bothered with any extra ones down the bottom. <laughs> Busting in, though, um, good for grinding. Way more. Oh, you yeah, don't exactly, exactly. You fighting on the other way. And then, like, you go, like, going through the HQ, you... You go through various mini puzzles. Well, there's a lot of walkthroughing, a lot of walkthroughing going on in the in the Shinra HQ for me. Yeah, sometimes it's almost it's like I could work this out, but I'm I know I'm so close to something far more interesting. I'd rather just get this over with. <laughs> so Absolutely. there were, I think there were three that I counted, but there's the bookcase one. That was a dogger. There's the sneaking from <laughs> like pillar to pillar. Oh, that's 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 a good yeah. one. It's calling. Good one. I found that really hard. The second part of it, when those when the guards are running, mm. took oh. me a while to work out. They had to be quite far away from me. This is the one thing I nailed first time with first time. Did it? Oh, that took me ages. Son of a bitch. And then there's like that coupon doors part. 
Oh, you only get three doors to open. Yeah, I um, and I did use a walkthrough, and then I just was like, oh, I'm not even going to bother because you can do it so that you get all the prizes. Um, and I was like, oh no, I'm not going to bother with that. I'm just, I'm ready to keep going. Sean must be catching up to me by now. Huh. <laughs> uh, that bookcase one sucks though. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I got that first go away. That took me. That was the shortest one for me. Oh, did you walk through that? Straight to some British guy. Straight to some British guy on YouTube. I I I I read some of the walkthrough and it's like I don't really get it. And it was something about whatever number book it is, that letter in the title of the book spells out one of the, the passwords. Mm. Um and I did two and two and the letters were M and K and I was like, it must be Mako. Off I go. Yeah, nice. Boom, Mako. You have to like find the book that uh, is in the wrong section or like the wrong wrong category that's in the wrong area or something. Yeah. We definitely did it the hard way when we played it as kids, Sam, I feel like, but far too time poor to work it out. So I just got some British guy on YouTube to tell me. Perhaps perhaps a descendant of the great Gainsboroughs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> great family I mean just for, for that one for, for that one in particular though you, like you just get a better materia don't you like we would have just got a shit materia because we would have got it wrong yeah that's probably right I don't remember exactly what it was but yeah I just was I was worried that I was gonna it was gonna be this really impactful miss if I didn't get it right and didn't get the best one did you guys see the part where Cloud finds some sort of megaphone and he's like, what would be the point in taking that and leaves it? Yeah, in a, it's in a locker, eh? Yeah, you got to go back for that later. That's a real um, um, decent weapon. I'm guessing it's for, I can't remember, but I'm guessing it's for Kate Sith because his weapon's a megaphone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think it's the ultimate, uh, Kate Sith's ultimate weapon. Mm. Yeah, so that's disappointing, okay, having to go back to the Shinra building. Yeah, you do that later, like way later, I think. Yeah, yeah, well, he's way later. It's way later. Whatever that thing is. Um, on the 66th floor, uh, I ran into a woman um, showing... Uh, this was where Final Fantasy showed its, uh, its aged a little bit. I'm sick of carrying all these files, but as a secretary, I get to meet a lot of guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, i got to write that down. <laughs> to be fair, there's at least one woman on the Shinra board. There is. Scarlet. Scarlet, she's a ruthless piece of work. Yeah, yeah. She loves a red dress. Oh, Scarlet, one of them's in like a like a relationship. I remember at one point the Turks are like talking talking about their love interests, which one they yeah. like the best. Yeah, you're not going to believe this. Scarlet's also skimpily dressed like the other two main female characters. Yes, a very low cut red dress. Oh dear. Yeah, but you go like you go in the. You have to climb up on the toilet, and uh, and go through the spy. Go through the vent and listen to the board meeting. I straight walk through that too. Um, <laughs> and a couple of couple of new characters. Uh, oh, they say like they're not build, rebuilding Sector Seven. Uh, they're going to hike taxes. Um, this is President Shinra is there at this point. And then you meet... 
Oh, what were you going to say, Sean? I was going to say, oh, you tell me who you make, because I can't remember who it is. Well, I think Scarlet's there, and Hojo. Yeah, she's there. Hojo's there. But Hojo's there. My favourite, a bumbling fool, Palmer. Palmer, who loves the space program. He <laughs> oh. does the space. There's someone else there, and he's like, he, he can't believe that they're not going to rebuild the sector. Yeah, is one of them uh, like in charge of... He might be in charge of, like, uh, housing or um, something slightly people-orientated. And he's the only one who seems to have um, take issue with what's going on. Surely he was killed later. So that's nice to see someone high up at Shinra has a conscious. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think you might have missed this. You also meet the mayor. Oh. And he's sitting at he's sitting in his little office. Yeah, right. yeah. And he's like, I don't know what I'm and doing here. Yeah, I'm just a pawn or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't the mayor the mayor is the guy that is part of the, the book thing? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the in the remake, he is a um he's Avalanche's man on the inside. Is he? Uh it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, he's makes quite sense. That's quite cool. I like that. That's a, that's a good wrinkle. Yeah, yeah. You you when you do meet um, Hojo, you realise he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, jeez, man, he's gross. And after um, really not liking any characters so far, um, definitely not Cloud. Eris not really portrayed very well. Tifa and Eris have this like Eris, sorry, have this. Um, ah, got him. <laughs> Yeah, you're killing me with that. They've got that weird chat going on. You run into the coolest character, Red Eleven. <laughs> when you say Red Eleven, it just sounds like a Star Wars reference, which makes sense because Biggs and Wedge are part of the Red Squadron. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He's in that, like, oh, he's in that. Um... I don't know. I reckon Red's a bit of a jerk. And I tell you what, Barrett's cold on him straight away. Oh, yeah. He's constantly mugging him off for not having any feelings. Hey, as the Barrett bromance uh, is clear, you really have to work for Barrett. <laughs> uh, he just he just straight away say he like Red Red Eleven straight away like call me whatever you wish. I was like, oh, he's so cool. As soon as he speaks, even though he's a dog with a f- charming tail, you, you his voice sounds like. Slow and patient and wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't read it as he looks. I read it as he feels. And that's a pretty good thing to convey with a dog lion Charmander. (laughs) (laughs) He, like, I'm cracking up at the graphics at this point because he, like, uh, busts out and attacks Hojo. It just looks like he's snuggling his neck. Yeah. That's a good bit. And it goes on for way too long, too. It's like, ah, if he's had that long on his face, he's definitely killed him. Yeah, surely he's got fangs. And he, and the, he, he says something else real cool. Uh, an informed question, but difficult to answer. I am what you see. This guy's great and mysterious. Sounds like Plato. <laughs> um. And then you, oh, you get ambushed in the uh, elevator by Seng and Rude. 
and then they take you to the president. You find out that they've got Eris yet again. <laughs> Needless to say, Barrett is pissed. <laughs> he's, he's real chafed. Does that? Oh, no, that comes a bit later. We'll get to that. And uh, you get don't you you get dragged away and put in those like random sleep rooms. Yeah, yeah. Right, right next to Aerith. Like, where is she? <laughs> she's somewhere where we can keep an eye on her, or something like that. It's like she's just in the cells. You put us in the cells. Where she's next door. I can see because it's a bird's eye view. <laughs> <laughs> and there's more Aerith and uh, Tifa tension. Can they can they hear each other over the uh, wall? Or yeah, they they talk through the walls because that's when um, Aerith's like, and I still owe you that date or something. And Tifa's like, hey, what? Uh? <laughs> Jeez, all right, I'm here for it. He's... <laughs> I'm here for the Aerith Tifa yeah. relationship, even if you two aren't. No, I like the I like the Aerith teacher uh, Tifa getting on. Um, I'm there for that. But, you know, I see myself as Cloud, so I'm going to try and set myself up with someone, aren't I? Sean Strife. <laughs> um, and then they wake up and everyone's dead. There's like, yeah, follow that bloody trail. Oh, and the music changes? Mm, yeah, that's real. That music changes. Power. Well, we skipped over the part where you see Genova. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. As that a child, down. I was terrified. Yeah, I was terrified when I looked. I mean... Scary, scary, scary image, eh, that one. That's uh, yeah. To have that image be that scary with that poor graphics is very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, and the, like that plate thing that goes over her head that says Genova and yeah. her weird nipple, it's all terrifying. It is really terrifying. I could not agree more. You won't believe this, but Genova is another thing I really don't understand. Yep. I my understanding is Genova's like uh, some sort of alien <laughs> that came to the Earth, maybe as with the comet, the original meteor. Well, I thought it was like created by Hojo or something. I don't know. Nah, Genova's something real that's been um, that 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 Shinra have fucked with. It's like two thousand years old or something. Yeah, definitely some experiment for sure. If it's not an alien and it didn't come in the first meteor, which is what I'm thinking at this stage, just based on this playthrough, then my second thought is she's the first ancient or she's something to do with the ancients. There's got to be that connection, right? Yes. Um, the What are they called? The Setra. Yep. But I think it's to do with, because they talk about a meteor that crashed to Earth thousands of years ago, right? Have, have they and talked the about Setra, that yet? Oh, that might be uh, that might be when they get to calm. Mm. Apologies, podcast listeners, for that heavy spoiler. Exactly. <laughs> There's been a few, um, but that you you follow that bloody trail up to uh, and and like are people like mentioning that oh Sephiroth was here or you don't know that until you see the sword in the in the president's back. Mm. Mm. The sword in the back is so good. Mm. Oh, and then they like, I've got Sephiroth question mark. <laughs> this was one of my favourite parts. The bumbling fool Palmer pops his, <laughs> pops his balding head behind from behind a pillar at that point. 
Oh shit, I cracked up at that bit. Palmer is... Palmer is something else. I'm sure you get to fight him later as well. He, he, might, he Maybe in Rocket Town. He sucks. But I love him. Yes. Um, and then you go outside uh, to, and like you're confronted by uh, Rufus, who's the. Now he's taken over already. The new president. He's already taken over his. his father's father. son. It's his son, right? Is it president's son? Yeah, yeah. Interesting um, that there. It's a it's a presidential styled hierarchy yeah. with <laughs> a real uh, monarchy style of, um, yeah, of yeah. How it Unless he just became president and picked his son as his running mate. I don't know. He he's got he's got some um, he's got some different views than his father though. As he as he his views out. are embarrassingly um, evil. <laughs> like, he, he says it's more caricature stuff he says what everyone's thinking at this point he just says what a crew when he looks at the uh the people that that cloud picked <laughs> up along the way i just like it when he says my father thought he could run midgar by blah 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 but i'm gonna do it the easy way and run it with fear <laughs> i'm so oh yuck oh you suck i think what i liked at this point was like it's not like it is Cloud's story, but it's not really been his story so far. He's like he's the main character of something that he's kind of just been thrown into. He's along for the ride, eh? He yeah, he's along for the ride, but he you know that he's obviously this. He's so central to the to the main story. Mm. It's almost like Barrett Barrett's story so far, um, or the Avalanche story, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, and this is the end. I mean, we we can talk about it when we get to the very end because there's a little bit to go. But this this is sort of the turning point for Cloud, where he's like, "I'm in this because it's Sephiroth, because it's um, it's uh, Shinra, it's Marbo, and I, <laughs> it's the vibe. Yeah, he's you know like a but." It was always Shinra before, and he's like, "Ah, I'm in it for the money. I'm a, I'm a merc. I'm a mercenary, you know." But then, like he, he takes his, he turns back from being a heel pretty quickly after the Shinra building mission. But I'm for it, you know. He's my guy. Yeah, you slowly become. He becomes more likable because at, so far he has not been likable whatsoever. No. Nah. Not at all. Nah, he's, he's at this point. I yet again had trouble with the steam controls because uh, there's all that like beforehand. You have to like switch materia because you're going like cloud. Oh, let me off. stop you right there, Sam. You don't have to worry about materia when you've got unlimited limit breaks. <laughs> well, I did not have that, and uh, so I had. And you just fight him with cloud, and I. Said you could, you have to press the switch button or something, and I had no idea, and I hadn't saved for ages, so I was like pressing all the buttons on the keyboard trying to figure out what switch was, um, and I was like, ah, oh, screw it, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna battle him with attack, and uh, I just had to use all my deadly wastes that I'd stolen. <laughs> oh, you gotta get rid of the dog first, eh? And that was so hard because he kept bloody putting barrier on. Yeah, he loves a barrier. And all the walkthroughs said, oh, attack the dog and kill the dog first. But 
I was just like, I don't have to. I just have to keep attacking and using my high, uh, my potions on Cloud. Yeah, that's bad. Oh, that's 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 grindy. Took a long time. I, but I beat him, and I, did, I still haven't had a game over yet at this point. Oh, and you get that real disappointing music. Oh yeah, it's awful. <laughs> and this is where um, you go to that. You get that badass motorbike comes out. There's no like. I think you have to. You can go to a room earlier on, and the motorbike's on the wall, right? Did you see the motorbike in a room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, but you. I'm sure you can. Um, they sort of like foreshadow this escape. In that car that comes from nowhere. That three wheeler. Yeah. Um. So there's the badass motorbike and that cool mini game where you have to hit them, hit them off. Hit the Shinra Troopers. Swipey, boys. I get way too... In- the minigames basically mean nothing, and I'm, yet I'm just swaying right into the mail. Like, I feel like the game's forever lost if I don't win the minigame, even though it's going to have no bearing on the outcome of the actual game. Quite good how the minigames resurface later. Yes. Um, we can talk about that later. Because, like, you know, like... There's, there's that, there's, um, snowboarding. There's like the box. Yeah. Snowboarding's the best. Oh, maybe the race, maybe the racing. We'll talk about snowboarding later. That, that, that'll be an interesting conversation. <laughs> the, um, this, the steam controls came back to bite me very quickly because, um, one of the buttons was attack right. And I didn't know what one it was. So I could only attack left. In the uh, oh, very maneuvering <laughs> the motorbike game. So I was like just swinging around on this motorbike, only going one way. Um, which yeah, I mean, I had like because I, I got hit quite a bit, so I had very little health. I think that's what the, the thing is if they attack you, you have less health when you face that big, um, you know, that what do you call it? The big, big wheels and it rolls you over that tank thing, yeah, that boss, yeah. Can I just say that's the biggest difference between this and the rest? There's heaps of differences, but the way that that scene ends in in the game is in the remake involves um, a massive battle with some very big name game players, as you can imagine. For a but the remake actually being a single game that ends there, it'd be weird not to maybe have an appearance from some pretty big deals. Mm. Oh, true, because. Lots of characters you wouldn't have even met now yet. Hundred uh, percent. I'll save it for the remake episode because it's also that whole that whole sequence is kind of takes its time to explain how the remake and the original are going to be different from that point forward. Yeah. This um last last thing I guess was they they climb down the rope and they go in that weird area just outside mid. Midgar oh, yeah. before you get onto the world map and yeah. Barrett for some reason thinks he should be the leader of the uh, of the crew <laughs> you left a bloody four year old in charge of a pub <laughs> <laughs> she was serving Play-Doh <laughs> he gets told very nicely by the uh, the others that Cloud will be much better than you Barrett yeah it's a good dome Good dome too, real Simpsons Stephen King esque 
dome. It's gross. Yeah. Very good. Uh, at that point, you get to change your party if you want to for no real purpose. Um, and I, so I didn't. I just, and my party was me, Aerith, and Tifa. And Barrett's comment was, I'm not surprised that this is how it goes. <laughs> Something like that. He's so real chafed. <laughs> A real bad blow for Barrett's pro points. Um, yeah, so that's, um, that's Midgar. Any, uh, any closing thoughts before we um, look ahead? No, I just, yeah, I want to think about the first time that we played it and just thought just finishing Midgar felt like a finished game in, in a way, you know, like you'd think, oh, that is the end of many games, you know, that that, that might mm. just be the finish of, of one entire game and, yeah, probably about, what, one-eighth or one-tenth of the way through the actual game, just crazy vast and, um, yeah, un, unheard of for me or for us, really, who just only pretty much exclusively played sport games since we got a PlayStation. And... It, you knew at this point that it was a three-disc game, and I remember thinking, like, oh, it must be the end of the first disc. Hmm. Um, and it, there's way more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, you pretty much go everywhere before changing discs, right? Don't you? Almost everywhere, yep. Yeah. You go up to the north, eh? Some, somewhere up north. You can. Yeah. You can. I don't think the- you go into... There's one. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about this later. But there is one place, at least, uh, like an actual town that you can't go to in disc one. I think. So me, I'm looking forward to um, actually picking up the other members of my party, Yuffie and Sid. Um, whereas Simon, with Barrett and Red, you get them very early, so you can. The, the the listeners don't know this about you, Simon, but you are the most, um, you have probably the most addictive personality of anyone that I know in any, especially when it comes to video games. Mm. So I, I have a feeling your your characters would, would be pretty high levels by the time you leave Midgar already. Um, yeah, fa- fairly high. But, I mean, when I got, when, yeah, the world map, I feel like, as well, is probably is easy to grind in the sense that you can just do it outside of town and then go into that inn after if you, you know what I mean, if you really need to, um, to sort of rejuvenate. Um, so probably not so much grinding in Midgar, but yeah, once we get out of Midgar, we'll be, we'll be going for it. Sean, anything from you? Yeah. A little, little sneak peek for the next episode of first town of calm. Um, Cloud goes into Tifa's undies drawer in a flashback. <laughs> oh, that wasn't in the remake. <laughs> well, the remake doesn't get out of Midgar, so maybe it is. <laughs> um, you you mentioned something to me the other day off air that um, you've changed the way that you play. Is that just um, the, when you were talking about the limits? Yeah. Uh, you're not going to carry that on, though, are you? No, nah, I'm done with that now. Uh, it was just to ca- catch up because you guys got through Midgar so quickly. I was really concerned about Simon forgetting what happens in Midgar. <laughs> um, no, but that's like, because like, I've already There's a reason I've been quiet. 
There's a reason I've been quiet, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but like, you know, and then so I'm sitting here going, and I said before, like, now I'm confused about remake versus original. I don't know what's what's what. It's very, it's actually very confusing. Who's dead? Who's alive? I've got no idea. From now, you should be all right, though. No, nah, you'll be fine. Um, it, like, it, it'll come in handy if I'm going through a real boring part of the game and just want to zip through. Because I am a storyline man as well. Mm, mm. But if you don't do the grinding properly, you don't level up properly. And uh, and like I said, you don't want to you don't want to beat weapons or bosses just for storyline. You want to beat them because that's the game. You're going to get some good storyline and calm um, with a very confusing flashback, which takes a long yeah. time, so get ready for that. Yeah, I, I did that this afternoon. Oh, nice. So so next, um, I think that the next place to probably, we will probably stop will be uh, Cosmo Canyon. We'll do another pod after uh, Cosmo Canyon. Um, so look forward to Sean going through getting his first chocobo and um, taking on the Midgar Zolem, a big snake. Well, if you get a you get a chocobo or a chocobo, you can get past it pretty easy, right? Yeah, and then but you got to let it go. Don't just go through with reckless abandon because. Uh, <laughs> And you like if you're really quick and you hug the side, yeah, you might be able to get through. I, that was that was the most crushing thing in my life. I, that's my most vivid memory. Well, not the most, but close to of the playing the remake originally was that thing destroying me mm. and me being like, "Oh, I am bad at this game." <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's all these like um, when I was, I was looking through walkthroughs, and there's certain ways you can beat it at that level but it's like real difficult and it's all just to try and get the enemy skill beta um which rips i picked up my first enemy skill nice off one of those random robot things that hang out on the outskirts of midgar mantra magic yeah that's it yeah it's good all right we'll um we'll leave it there we won't talk too much we'll talk about that next time um so signing off see you next time cheers Peace.